All right. Shalom, shalom, everyone. Welcome to our... What's our episode, Matt? This is episode 13. 13. My goodness. I'm telling you, it's amazing how we just started from one and then worked our way up to 13. I'm telling you. Time sure has flown, man. Well, it's, it's good to be here, uh, our 13th episode, and we have an honorable guest here. It's my co-host's uh, wife, Ruth. We're happy to have her on the podcast show. Welcome, Ruth. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So today, like, uh, we're going to hear a little bit more about Ruth, uh, Ruth's testimony, but also uh, Ruth wanted to just really talk about... Um, uh, understanding the Holy Spirit, and it's more, and more importantly, understanding the authority and power of the Holy Spirit. So I think it's, it's going to be a great discussion. We look forward to hearing what Ruth has to say, what the Holy Spirit has to say through Ruth. Uh, like again, like I said, Ruth, welcome. It's good to have you. She's also a member of this team. Uh, she's just been having a busy schedule and, and, and such, so it's hard for her to join. And right now, it's, we even had to do this podcast early because of the time difference and uh, trying to and just how convenient and available they were. So, Ruth, we we appreciate you guys taking the time, waking up this early. It's like what six in the morning over there in California and nine a.m. So, uh, yeah. we really do appreciate you guys, you know, uh, doing that. No worries, and. We're usually awake at this time, and um, it's a blessed time. <laughs> Our little ones are asleep, um, and I homeschool, so usually when you guys are recording, I'm homeschooling and praying, so happy to be on. It's summer now, so yeah. Well, welcome, welcome. Yeah. So... In any way, we can um, just go ahead and get started then. Um, we uh, spent a little time just praying, just asking the Father to just continue to guide us, and we should always do that. And Ruth has been a big help of bleeding that. Um, but yeah, uh, Ruth, the uh, floor is yours. Matt, unless you have anything you uh, you love to say about your lovely wife. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, we it, Ruth, the floor is all yours. Thanks. I'm looking at all these windows. Matt's, Matt's our tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's good to be here. And um, first day of summer, first of all. And uh, because we're still in Pentecost, I thought it would be great to talk about the Holy Spirit. And I feel like um, either people are terrified of him or they're... Uh, <laughs> in the opposite direction, you know, um, all about the spirit. And um, you do need a balance between the word and the spirit. And so uh, I feel the excitement of the Holy Spirit on today. And so, yeah, the Holy Spirit is um, a part of the what we would call the Trinity. So we have God the Father, um, and then we have the Son, and we have the Holy Spirit, who's been this mysterious person. Um, and um, I just want to say right off the bat, he's not the bronze medalist. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like God has gold and Jesus has silver and the Holy Spirit is bronze. Um, no, he has, um, they're of equal value. And the Holy Spirit is a comforter. Um, and that's his name, that 
the name that Jesus gave him, the Comforter. And uh, for me personally, um, I don't know how I would have made it through some of the things I went through in my life without the presence of the Holy Spirit, uh, especially when my mother died. I was 23 and I felt very lost without her. She was like, we were like sisters, you know. And um, so uh, having um, the Holy Spirit to guide me um, through that season was very important. Um, the, there were times when I, you know, I didn't know what to do. So uh, the Holy Spirit would come and speak to me and tell me what to do in every moment. And even now that I'm a mother, um, I didn't have my mother when my sons were born and my grandmother was too old, too sick, and so there was just no one. And I had to really lean, we had to lean on the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to help us um, with parenting from the first moments, you know. So um, my heart for ministry is for, for women. Um, so uh, I have a rumble page where I put out encouraging words when I can. And I do a lot of editing, so it takes me a while to get a video out. Mm -hmm. It's about an hour of editing per minute, sometimes two hours. So, um, But I do have a heart to help women um, in any way that I can. I know there's a lot of girls out there. You, you didn't have your mother, you're raised by your grandmother, or maybe you're in foster care or whatever. It's, there's, um, there's been an attack on the family unit and so my heart is to help women we're we're the ones that kind of carry the household i mean have the man of the house very important the women are the ones that are raising the children um, and we're the ones kind of um, representing the holy spirit to our families in a way and so um, that's my heart for ministry um, so yeah, so I have a website, um, achristianmystic.com, and I know that's kind of a weird um, name for a website for a Christian Christian mystic. So it's just a conversation piece. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to ask you what what was your what what was your thoughts on um, naming that? Why what was your reason for that? Sure. Um, so Matt and I we met at a charismatic prayer meeting on a campus that sort of embraces the Holy Spirit. They're a little scared of him, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, this prayer meeting was incredible and um, the Holy Spirit just showed up and uh, in power. I mean, gold dust would appear on our hands sometimes mm -hmm. and people were getting healed. Um, there was prophecy flowing and words of knowledge and somebody said something about, I'm a Pentecostal mystic. <laughs> And I thought, wow, that's that really caught me, you know. And so uh, later on, when I was thinking about uh, starting this ministry um, for women, I said, you know, a Christian mystic. I think I'm going to do that because um, I notice a lot of people, a lot of women, leave the church and then they get into like um, New Age. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to um, reach that. Um, community of women who 
um, have gotten into the new age and they feel powerless. And, and so I think the reason the Holy Spirit, want, he wants us to uh, talk about him today is that he wants everyone to know that um, there's power in the Holy Spirit. There's power in the name of Jesus, um, but the Holy Spirit is the one who raised Jesus from the dead. That's how I see it, um, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you get into um, the word spirit in Hebrew, it's when it's spirit and it's breath. And so when Jesus... Um, Ruach, the Hebrew word. Ruach. When he was raised from the dead, what came back into his body? His spirit. Mm. So it was the Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead. That was a very powerful moment for uh, him to be raised from the dead like that. And I couldn't follow Jesus if he was still dead, right? <laughs> so, um, None of us. Right. None of us. It wouldn't make sense. We'd, we'd be worshiping a dead God, basically, or basically a dead man. <laughs> So but by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was raised from the dead. And so that's one of the videos I posted. I couldn't, I tried my best to get it out on East, well, we call it Easter, but we call it Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> um, so that's one of the last videos I posted uh, from the Passion. I kind of remixed that scene. Um, and I did a reaction to Jesus being raised from the dead. Um, and I might do it over speaking in tongues or something <laughs> but um yeah i just um love the holy spirit um and i want people to understand that he's not someone to be afraid of um and then there's this big theological word cessationism <laughs> which is ceasing basically um from uh believing that the holy spirit is active um and he is fully active in our lives, in our everyday world. Uh, you wouldn't be breathing without the Holy Spirit. Uh, so he's there and he is fully present and active. And um, he is, um, I heard someone call him the drama king. <laughs> Kat Kerr calls him the drama king. Um, that kind of makes sense to me. Uh, and I understand why people are a little nervous about inviting the Holy Spirit. You feel like you're going to lose control. Actually, he gives you energy. So I just want to encourage anyone who's listening. Um, if you're sick, um, you're weary. I know a lot of people are not feeling well right now. Maybe you can't talk about it. Invite the Holy Spirit because he gives you energy and he renews your youth, your strength. Um, so there's a word, another word, dunamais. Is that right? I'm looking at, at my scholar here. <laughs> so that's a uh, biblical Greek word, dunamais, mm -hmm. which means might, ability, and strength. So we're talking about the Holy Spirit. When you invite him into your life, he's bringing that might, ability, and strength. So, um, yeah, so I just feel like praying right now over anyone who's not feeling well anyone who's sick today or um, listening to the replay so we invite your presence holy spirit into our lives um, and you can just repeat the prayer holy spirit come into my life 
reveal to me that you're real <laughs> um, and I want to know your power I want to know your sweetness and I want to be comforted by you Holy Spirit and Father I pray for those who are not feeling well and I I bless those who are uh, feeling sick today maybe they can't talk about it and they have to go to work um, or they have to take care of their families um, and they have to do things that they feel like they really shouldn't be doing they don't feel well so Lord I I bless those who are not feeling well and I ask that you would encounter them with the power of your Holy Spirit with strength with might and ability with that dunamis um, power and that your Holy Spirit would speak truth to them in their innermost being and that you would pour out healing into their bodies into their minds in Jesus name thank you Lord Amen. Amen. see we just go we just go right into prayer guys that yeah. nothing should be at random that's yeah there's always order but if someone feels led to pray we just we should allow that yeah prayer is conversation with God you know conversation with Jesus conversation with the Holy Spirit and the three the three in one I mean they all have distinct um, functions in our lives and um, I wanted to read Acts chapter 1 verse 8 so it says you will receive power might ability and strength when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and in the passion it says but I promise you this the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be seized with power you will be my messengers and then it gives different places that it basically means messengers to the remote places of the earth and so yeah <laughs> just brings energy and a lot of people who are touched by the holy spirit they want to tell everyone about it <laughs> you know <laughs> right Kayla? Mm -hmm. yeah that's right that's right um it was interesting because i was just trying to find a a, a list uh, what I did uh, a while back, just kind of just doing my uh, own research on different topics. And one of them was just uh, searching the supernatural and just seeing how uh, the, it's an end, almost an end, it feels like an endless list, but it's a long list of just events, just naming a few, like, you know, the, the flood was in a way supernatural. I mean, nothing could have, you know, flood of the earth besides the father mm -hmm. um the tower of babel incident where everyone was one language at first now right. the lord split it into many languages mm -hmm. um the um the angel meeting hagar yes uh you know jacob's wrestle you know jacob's dream the destruction of sodom uh i mean these are just many i mean it's it almost feels like and I'm sure I've missed a few on the list, but I it's an endless, almost feels like an endless list right here. Um, yeah. I, I could be here, we could be here forever just listening in, and I'm sure I've missed a few. But just, you know, the, uh, you know, when it comes to Aaron's staff, you know, the buds, you know, uh, the, 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 the bronze serpent, mm -hmm. uh, the bread from heaven, come on. I mean... 
there are so many examples of the supernatural and yet we we christians we dismiss it uh, for one because we can't explain it and we and it's, it's like and then people when people ask well why don't we see that now they don't have an answer so all they can say is like well i guess because we're now we're highly intelligent now or in, or as in like we have modern technology to do these things well sorry Modern technology doesn't necessarily restore something. Look, look, I, I, with my accident, I have titanium in my right leg. That is, it, it, it brought it together, but there was no. I mean, it, things like this can only do so much. Mm. You know, and sometimes it has side effects. Mm. But with what the father's healing, it doesn't bring side effects. Maybe, maybe let's say he, maybe he doesn't heal a scar, but yeah, he leaves that scar to give you that testimony, that reminder of what he did for you. You know, so, but what I'm saying is that, you know, modern technology, even though it's great, I'm thankful for what they're through this. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But with technology, it only does so much. It doesn't raise the dead. It doesn't, you know, uh, a, I'll, I'll give an example of one guy's testimony. This I don't remember every detail, but I remember that when he got, in, he got into some kind of car accident or crash and it broke pretty much every bit of a uh, bone in his neck inside okay and he was and he, he couldn't speak at all um nothing unable to so uh for a while now i don't know how many days or how long but he was in the hospital for a while and they were the doctors and all that would continue doing research and you're just praying to the father you just was like what what and i think he had some kind of calling but I don't, i'm not sure what it was but i but i will remember that lord just touched him and speak he did but the thing is he didn't heal the broken bones. Mm. He he let them. He still had them shattered. So so anyway, the next morning, the nurse kid's like, you know, good morning, and she, and then he speaks up, praise Jesus, I can talk, and she's like in shock. They called the doctors, and they they did X-rays on him, and they, the bones are still shattered, but yet they yeah. can he can still speak. Mm -hmm. They can't explain that. So again, it's just my my argument there, like technology it's great the lord has used it but it only does so much and our father is not uh, has no limit right and there's power and it's because of the power of the holy spirit mm -hmm. that's amazing that's an amazing story i've even heard stories about um people with uh brain injuries and they're missing huge parts of their brain but they're able to function you know normally because no one can give any credit to any man right but to but to the father right that's a mystery yeah yeah and the word mystic comes from the word mystery um in greek it's mysterion mysterion and the the most mystic thing that can happen to you, or one of the most mystic things, is to accept Jesus into your heart and to welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. That's a mystical event. And healing is another mystical event, being healed. Um, and we talk about being baptized by the Holy Spirit. Um, and that is just allowing the Holy Spirit to come over you in the supernatural and um, it's like light and energy okay and the power you have uh, a lot of people have boldness when the holy spirit comes over them um, i'm actually a very quiet person 
um, mm -hmm. then the Holy Spirit comes over me and I'm loud. <laughs> but um, yeah, just uh, boldness. And um, I've never seen the Holy Spirit do anything um, irrational to and outrageous um, as as in negative. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's always to help people. It's always to bring healing to some area of someone's life, to bring joy, to bring peace. Um, and I've, I've seen some pretty wild things, but it always made, sometimes it makes sense later, you know? Mm -hmm. I know I, I studied some of the revivals. So there was the Father's blessing. Now I'm probably dating myself because I'm actually Gen X. I'm not a millennial. <laughs> Like you guys are in your your millennial age, I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm in my forties. But um, oh, I didn't I didn't realize that we were beneath you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's another conversation about the uh, kingdom of heaven. But yeah, the kingdom of heaven, uh, we we put the younger generations up above. Mm. We don't walk on them. So the kingdom of heaven is kind of upside down. So that's a good point, Caleb. <laughs> the kingdom of heaven is kind of upside down by comparison to the kingdom of the world, where children are down here, mm -hmm. unseen, unheard. But in God's kingdom, we lift the younger generations up. So mm -hmm. I'm here to lift you guys up <laughs> you know, and bridge some generations if I can. That's kind of on the Gen Xers. We, we kind of bridge generations together. So I, I really feel like I'm walking in that. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was talking about revivals. So, you know, the Father's blessing in the 90s, um, I didn't know about it until the 2000s. But the Father's blessing uh, started in Canada. And any Canadians listening, please comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Toronto. Toronto. Airport Church used to be called the Airport Church. Airport Vineyard. Right. Originally. The Vineyard. That's right. I, I grew up in the Vineyard, if you, if you guys didn't remember. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I remember at least uh, bits and pieces of what happened in Toronto. And honestly, there wasn't that much that was different in Anaheim, where, near where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, they, a lot of the same stuff was happening. Mm -hmm. A lot of the same manifestations, but Wimber was a little bit more guarded in how he was relating with it. And Wimber's credited as the founder of the vineyard yeah, we're not going to get into John that right Wimber. now. Anyway, so he basically, he and the leadership at Anaheim decided that it wasn't a good idea to try to uh, dogmatize, dogmatize a move of the spirit, mm -hmm. which is what the team at airport and the team in Kansas City wanted to do. Uh, they wanted to make it a, a norm for people mm -hmm. to bark and slither on the floor and all sorts of other yeah. interesting things right right um so i'm i'm glad that they didn't mm. uh, that that other crew didn't get their way there yeah is that uh, that's not order 
Yeah, so let's talk about that barking and the animal sounds. Yeah, it's important that we do. So I want to explain that a little more. So a lot of people were very offended. They're just clutching their pearls and <laughs> there's all kinds of frostbite, people up the wall. <laughs> like, that's not the Holy Spirit, you know? So, and sometimes it wasn't. I think some of them are still frostbitten. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it wasn't the Holy Spirit. Right, right. It was manifestations of demons. Right. That just that just weren't being delivered right away, and that's the thing—you can't just let it lay there. You cast it out. Exactly. Yeah, so, you you can't uh, mm -hmm. you can't afford to let them make a fool of you. Make a scene. And because I mean, you look at how Jesus dealt with demons. He never let them manifest. Hmm. Never. He's like, no, shut up and come out. Well, there were times that he, I mean, one well, in times, but there was, there was that example where he asked, who, who are you? We are many. Even at that, it was, what's your name so that I can call you by name and cast you out. Gotcha. Yeah. It wasn't this long conversation. It was, mm -hmm. let's get this done. We're, you're not embarrassing this guy anymore. Hmm. There, there's an emphasis on dignity that right. you we need to work in a, we need to walk in the kind of authority where when we say stop they stop when we right. say shut up they shut up mm -hmm. and there needs to be an atmosphere wherever we are of yeah. these things are not happening here yeah not that they can't because the enemy certainly can do things mm -hmm certainly can embarrass the crap out of people mm -hmm. but that's not the point the point is okay you guys let's actually do what's good for people mm -hmm. because if if we're not if we're more or less partnering with these entities to embarrass people mm -hmm. that's not god mm -hmm. that's not that's not how he designed things. Yeah. So we need to re-examine ourselves. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of the bottom line there. We, we can't be in a place where we're just sort of letting them run roughshod. Yeah. And so out of that, um, it was kind of like organized chaos is what I, <laughs> with the, father's blessing so there was a church schism which is another big word it just means split they split <laughs> some of the family went over here and some went over there and it brought division in the vineyard um, but looking back we can see with more clarity um, the holy spirit was active um, so it's like this you know you have god's people and we're coming to church and everything's normal and then all of a sudden the holy spirit visits the church <laughs> and a lot of people look like they went crazy like they started barking and howling and all this stuff um, but looking back uh, the holy spirit changed a lot of lives so if you talk to those people today they say yeah, I was barking, but I was radically transformed. Mm -hmm. A lot of pastors went to that revival and they said, my church was dying. And now, you know, they've planted all these churches. And I know we're talking about the ecclesia, 
but um, I'm just bringing that up because it's the the move of the spirit that came through. And so uh, I think with Heidi Baker, it, she's a good example of and starting Ecclesias because she's in um, Mozambique. Mozambique. Yeah. She's in different parts of Africa. And, yeah, and she's rescuing children also, by the way. Um, but um, she started churches, but these are like, they're not always churches in church buildings. They're more closer to ecclesia, house church. Yeah, that's great. Um, community. So she came out of that um, as well. So you can read about her later. But but just talking about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so also out of that came the inner healing movement where mm -hmm. we, we decided, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to quickly and quietly and protect the dignity of the person. We don't want you doing the whole exorcist thing and uh, green puke and your head, head spinning <laughs> and all this nonsense. No. That's Hollywood. Okay, so we don't want to give the Not humans, that it doesn't right. happen. We don't want right. to use the platform in Hollywood, right? So we right. just say quickly and quietly. And the Holy Spirit gives us authority and power to command. So we have dominion. So that's another word that's been a big deal in the last couple of years mm -hmm. that we, we do have dominion over um, the earth as um, citizens of the earth, we have dominion. And so, yeah, to just uh, like Jesus did. And my favorite story in the Bible, I just wanna bring that up. Uh, in Mark five, it talks about the, the, the man who was so demon possessed uh, and he that's when Jesus asked who are you and he said we are legion we are many or my name is legion we are many um, and Jesus cast many demons out of that man and I love that story because Jesus spent time with him mm -hmm. a lot of time with that man and that man was radically transformed and he preached the gospel <laughs> people were terrified if you read the story the townspeople were like jesus needs to go <laughs> because this is really weird mm -hmm. um, because that man's identity was tied up in um the the pain his pain mm -hmm. like he his identity was his pain he was living in the tombs he was naked they chained him and the demons uh made him break chains and all that stuff and jesus came along all of a sudden he's in his right mind he put clothes on he's sitting and talking with jesus and he's healed you know <laughs> that's mm -hmm. the power the power of jesus the power of the holy spirit coming into his life you know and the holy spirit's not mentioned necessarily in the old testament but he's active as the spirit of God, the breath of God. He's, mm -hmm. um, and he's mentioned in the New Testament, Jesus said, I would send the whole, I will send the Holy Spirit and he will be a comfort to you. And so that's my main message is that uh, people understand the Holy Spirit as a comforter first and not be afraid of his power or what he can do for you in your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, Ruth is also mm. an artist and an, oh, an yes. author. And yes, mm -hmm. I wanted to address the, the book. Um, 
and yeah. an intercessor and uh, mm-hmm. and a uh, pretty amazing prophetic voice um yes i'm plugging my wife pretty hard here <laughs> thank you honey um <laughs> I, I and as far as the book i actually helped edit the book before it you came did. out um it's good i mean it's Don't. been a while since i touched it last but <laughs> it's good um yeah. I so, re- so real so real quick so real quick, what is the book, uh, Ruth? Well, your book called The Waging War. Yeah, yes. Please tell everybody about that. Mm-hmm. Waging War, The Girl and the Great Dragon. And it's partly based on my life, The Girl. And yeah, it's over 300 pages, my first novel. It's wonderful. And, um, it came out of a place where I was working with kids in the high school youth group and they're all adults now but but um they were asking questions and i thought what you guys should know this stuff you're you were raised in the church that's another issue that we have with the church is that people are not being taught basic things that they really need to know Mm -hmm. um life skills you know um for survival not just survival but for living for thriving in god's kingdom so I, I put it in a book, you know, and, um, the, so, mm-hmm. and here's the, here's the cover. Yep. <laughs> and I did not do the art. I wish I, I tried, Yeah, you did. my dragon was too cheesy. He was like, Hey, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a professional artist that helped me, um, the publisher. So it was a big dragon and the little girl, the sword. And it talks about the mystery of the lion of Judah fighting the great dragon. It doesn't make sense, does it? But it's it's a great mystery. And uh, for whatever reason, the great dragon is terrified of the lion of Judah. And he taught the girl how to fight. And um, I won't tell you the whole story, but she ends up in something like a dumb and she fights way out he shows her how to fight Mm -hmm. and there's a guy it says can one man's humble prayers break through to redeem his future wife from the great dragon (laughs) so there's a little love story rolled in there and um hopefully not as bad as star wars but you know (laughs) but um you know he pray he feels the uh, holy spirit prompting him to fast and pray for his wife and they had broken up and all this stuff and he prays for her and um and there's a layer so you see what's happening in the natural you see what's happening in the supernatural so um yeah so yeah it's on amazon i know that's the devil's playground but it's also <laughs> on my, it's also on my uh, website a christian mystic um i'm sorry the shipping is outrageous right now but um, I can send you a signed copy and a little gift if you order through my website. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and you can also find her art on her website. Um, yes. She does a lot of rainbows, not I the do. broken ones. <laughs> God. Not the broken. The real one. Right. The, the covenant God. one. Mm-hmm. Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. And and it's all like it's all very prophetic art, like it's beautiful like Mm. and i'm not just saying that Mm. 
she knows if it sucked, I probably <laughs> wouldn't talk about it. Um, I'm just blunt with it. Uh, <laughs> We're like so opposite. Now I can oh, love it. News with so much fluff. <laughs> Matt. Yes. <laughs> Well, if, if it's bad news, I'm going to get really sarcastic. Yeah. That's just how I operate. Otherwise, I'd be weeping. And like right. the the stream the stream I do on Fridays for my own thing. Um, it, there's so much sarcasm because the, otherwise I would be weeping through the entire thing because right. I'm covering like current events stuff, and yeah. there's just not a there's right. there's not a good way to do that straight. Right, I, I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, and it's good. You do a good job. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the the crossroads of current events and tech. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. We're here talking about Ruth and the Holy Spirit. So, no, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's and. And she also offers intercession as a service. Mm-hmm. Um, she's both on her own and through an organization called the Apostolic Intercessors Network. Yeah. Um, and she, basically, with AIN, she is a member of a, of a handful of teams mm-hmm. that prays over. It's mostly businesses, mm-hmm. but there are some individuals as well. Um, yeah. And it's it's um, anonymous, so I don't meet the clients um, unless you're a team leader. So the client will um, interact with the team leader, and then everyone on the team is anonymous. But um, it's like it's almost like hiring a friend to pray for you. And so you can go through AINConnect.com and hire a team to pray over your business. You don't have to have a business. You can be an individual. Um, maybe you're just a mom and you're like, I can't take this. <laughs> uh, a pastor, anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also go through my website. I have a team, the Justice Prayer Warriors. Uh, some of them are watching now as well, so I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you know, in this day and age, we all need to partner together and pray for each other. Yes. And and we're going to make it. I mean, there's a war going on, um, but, you know, we know God is winning, but it's a little bit tough sometimes, so, or every day, (laughs) but, um, you know, we're going to overcome by the power of the Holy Spirit, and, um, and, yeah, and I just wanted to say the, the Holy Spirit, there's some people that go way like 100% Holy Spirit, they kind of swing in the opposite direction from cessationism to all spirit, you know, and they're just like revelation and they're in the clouds. Um, And you do need to have your feet on the ground if you have your head in the clouds Mm -hmm. Um, in a matter of speaking, um, have that that marriage of word and spirit. So for in terms of prophecy, anyone can prophesy through the power of the Holy Spirit. I was trained to know the Word of God. You can prophesy over anyone as long as you know the Word of God. Um, You say, Holy Spirit, would you give me a scripture for this person? And then just prophesy out of that scripture. 
That's mm -hmm. like the fastest way to learn how to prophesy. And you know, as as far as that goes, we mentioned the vineyard earlier. Mm. As as manifold as its weaknesses are, and they are manifold, unfortunately. But that's the church system, period. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and one thing you have to keep in mind with the vineyard is it was largely spearheaded by John Wimber, who was a church growth specialist. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's the the vineyard sort of prided themselves. I, I think they probably still do. I haven't been involved for a number of years now. Um, but they at least used to pride themselves on being in the quote radical middle between mm -hmm. like hardcore Pentecostalism and stodgy yeah. evangelicalism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they tried to they try to straddle the fence between the two. Mm -hmm. I think <laughs> and <laughs> I think for what it's worth, I think it's I think it's been a good thing for the movement and for the church as a whole and you know in terms of being open to the holy spirit in even in the last 10 years here at fuller which is pretty i think it's pretty indicative of evangelical mm. as a whole evangelicalism as a whole yeah um they especially in the last two or three years they've become very very well, significantly more open, let's put it that way, to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They are like, a little more open, yeah. Not just a little. Mm. Like, that was that was one, that was the main reason why I felt like I could stick through uh, coming back. Mm. Because, like, if they were still terrified of him, which they were 10 years ago, mm. um, I, it would have been, it would have been hell mm. for me. Yeah. Um, because you know i i love the lord i love seeing the holy spirit move mm -hmm. love being a part of seeing the holy spirit move yeah and if they were still terrified of him yeah. and like well we, we we don't know what to do with that <laughs> yeah because when we started the prayer meeting um there was a lady uh, at the seminary she was like we don't lay hands on people <laughs> Like, um, we're not know, talking about punching people, just laying hands. <laughs> we actually broke the rules. We were, um, wow, we lay hands on you, and they're like, Oh, yeah, and we, we just kept as long as you ask, going. yeah, yeah, hey, that's the thing. Okay. I think there was one person that said, No, I'm not, you know, and we respect boundaries, you know, and all that, but um, in the book of Acts, power is transferred through the laying on of hands mm -hmm. um and you there's a way to do it without invading that person's space you know of course um and so we were in teams and you know we were trained and everything hey, look jesus healed many people far off didn't right. even lay the hands especially with the well i think of the the roman soldier that asked hey just say the word and it will right. happen i i know about authority and i see the authority you have just Say you'll be healed and, and it will be done. Jesus being amazed by a Gentile actually saying this. And it was done. Faith like this in Israel. Right. What's y'all's problem? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he spoke it. Um, oh, dear. I don't like... Yeah, he spoke it into the atmosphere, that frequency. Um, 
and uh, it went out and the, the girl was healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Faith. No, that wasn't a little yeah. girl. That was the servant. Oh, it's the servant. Yeah. The centurion servant. Yeah. No, he went to the little girl. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jairus is done. Um, one ministry that I have great re- that I have uh, great respect for um, the last Reformation. Maybe you guys have heard of it, but um, they they they're all in a way they're all about um, Ecclesia, the guy who started the whole thing, Torben. He was from Denmark, and uh, he just felt like you know what what something wrong here. Why doesn't what we know as church match up with the Book of Acts? And the Lord was taking him in a different direction, basically with us. Um, and teaching them about the Holy Spirit and what a church is. It's a community. And now I'm not sure about the ecclesia part, but uh, but again, it, it, it's a, again he meets people where they're at. And before you know it, that people are being set free because they're 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 learning about casting out demons, inviting the Holy Spirit into people. You know, yeah, kind of like what they, we were talking about. How you know they don't when the demon manifests, they continue to rebuke it, rebuke it, rebuke it until it's out, and then the Holy Spirit is is in. So. Um, yeah, and then persecution came the way their way, accused mm-hmm. Dorman of you know uh, of all these other things, and and then Lord moved him to the U.S. because the Lord wanted him to use him as a, w- a way that you need to teach my people in America this because they're not they're not yeah. learning this. There are some, but yeah. I'm using you to do this, and now he's being uh, in prison on false pretenses for being a. Uh, small uh smuggler apparently but again they have no evidence he's been in prison for about a over a year now and in in florida and being accused of but they have nothing they have nothing they they should he should have been had him in a court or whatever but he they've got nothing and he's and he's begging but the lord has showed him he's and now he's he's just full of joy right now because he's he's meeting people in prison introducing them to jesus they're being set free and now he now he the lord is teaching he's having him apparently write a book and preparing uh you know to give information about persecution and and all these other things so the lord is is using this time with him to prepare him and to teach others so he has joy in that he has comfort in that he's just you know um bothered that his family is affected by this and the rest of the ministry i mean the ministry's you know continuing to go forth They're, they're they're as far as i know but it's it's frustrating when they see you know their leader in prison. And they feel like they can do nothing about it. But you know, but we can. We just continue praying. But it's just that it's an example. It, they got it's yeah. You have to look. You have to look it up. But it's just it's it's mind boggling. They got nothing, and yet he's still in prison. It's amazing. I mean, it, it kind of sounds like the the pastor up in Canada, right? about the convent nonsense the same thing yeah he kept his church open they were mask free and all that and then they imprisoned him yeah mm-hmm. well there's a lot of persecution and you know the reason we're not hearing about moves of the holy spirit is because people are not talking about it it's happening i mean yeah the heavenly man um he this he was they, supernaturally broken out of prison they put him in prison this uh, chinese gentleman um yeah and it was more than once you know just like peter yeah uh the angel came and uh, broke him out that, of that's a comedy scene right there just, yeah. you know. <laughs> exactly. peter shows yeah. up Rhoda's like who's that oh, angels here right 
<laughs> He's like, no, it's me. No, it's me. It's me. <laughs> Come on. Isn't that amazing? And angels, that's a whole nother show. Right there, yeah. That you have angels that look like you. Um, there's a lot of angels in my book, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to read this scripture from John 16, chapter 13. John being the beloved disciple of Jesus, uh, one of my favorites. But he says, when he, the spirit of truth, the truth giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth, for he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. And um, that's the Amplified Bible. I like it because there's no doubt what's being said. Um, but when the Spirit of Truth, so we have the Holy Spirit, and I wanted to get into that really quick. In Isaiah 11, there's six other spirits of God. So there's actually seven spirits of God. Yep. They're all holy. The one we're most familiar with is the Holy Spirit. Isaiah, the prophet, he says, there shall come forth a shoot out of the stock of Jesse, David's father, and a branch out of his roots shall grow and bear fruit. So this is a prophecy of Jesus. Mm -hmm. He says, and the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, that's one, and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, knowledge, and of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord. And so those are the seven spirits of God. Yep. So if you're a, a mom, you're in your 30s, you're frazzled, <laughs> your husband's working, you have two little ones in diapers or, you know, you need the Holy Spirit, <laughs> okay? Um, and the Holy Spirit will give you wisdom. The Holy Spirit will give you understanding. Um, sometimes children, um, I just want to talk as a mom, um, and one of my uh, justice prayer warriors, she, she's a teacher, and she was talking about um, children. Sometimes a lot of the children that are born today are very prophetic, first of all, and they're leaders. And sometimes they, they act out and you just want them to stop. <laughs> so God put that in them to be leaders. You know, like our, we have two leaders, so they're always fighting. <laughs> Um, but to have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, to know how to discipline your children, to know um, he's just acting out of the gift that God gave him. He mm -hmm. hasn't built the character for that gift, you know, and to be able to sort of step back and see the big picture. That's why you need the Holy Spirit when you're a mom or a dad or, or you're at work, you know, you have the spirit of understanding i remember working jobs where i'm like i don't understand what i'm supposed to do <laughs> you know of course i got fired but but the holy spirit can help you understand your job to understand um how to do your job the spirit of counsel and might your manager you need that counsel you need might, ability and strength and um knowledge and the reverential fear of the lord that's the awe 
um, the awe of God. And so, yeah, so I just want to bless anyone listening um, to understand that the Holy Spirit is so important in your life. And um, yeah, you need him. Even when driving, um, I was a nervous driver. I started driving when I was 27, so I, I started late. <clears throat> but the Holy Spirit would speak to me and he, something about my instincts and he helped me uh, with my driving, you know? And, um, you know, and you're like changing lanes. I, I was a nervous driver on the freeway, so I don't know why I'm bringing She's that up. She's a nervous passenger. <laughs> Yeah, but still but still that, that that's a great example i mean you 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 confirm it that the holy spirit was even helping you uh, uh drive yeah and uh, matt's a pretty good driver so <laughs> um but you know there's people i'm sensing i feel like the holy spirit reminded me of that like there's people listening um you've been abused and you don't even have language for it um, but you were in a car. That's what I went through was I, I was abused in the car. So, um, and so when you're in the car, you're just nervous and you don't know why, but it, it stems from that abuse. And so the Holy Spirit wants to help you and bring healing to your, your heart, um, into your life. So, yeah. yeah. Praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, and I love how you say that there, there's that balance that needs to be, um, and especially when you were talking about, mad about the vineyard, that they at least maybe the church was trying, they pride themselves in trying to, you know, they were like a Pentecostal, but then they were also like a evangelical, and let's really talk about that. There needs to be that order. There, We in, inspect the, the move of the Holy Spirit that seems chaotic, but at the same time, the Lord will lead us into that order, because again, he is of order, and there are times that he, he'll do things the move that seems chaotic to us right. it's just again at the same time we have that and I'm, I'm i'm not talking from experience but i just i know it's it's right but um just asking the father in the midst of that lord in this midst of what your move bring order help us help me use me to bring uh, also to bring your order your order not my order your order mm -hmm. um but uh it's important that it, it that we do that as well that where where the Holy Spirit's moving, that we uses us into this, this is some some kind of event that we allow the Holy Spirit to move, and at the same time He's using us to bring that move into order. Mm -hmm. And then, and again, it just goes back to seeking the head, and that's what we're trying to put put back. So, um, but I love how you say that, that with that balance of um, that there's there needs to be a balance. Mm -hmm. The Word and the Spirit. Yeah. Uh, you you can't just fly off into. <laughs> mystical experiences without grounding right, right right and we joke that i'm her grounding yeah um because she can get kind of out there sometimes um love her and it and as well evangelical as i can be sometimes <laughs> god i hate these labels um, <laughs> you're evangelical <laughs> anyway but as conservative and almost bible thumping as i can get sometimes there we go i think that's a better way to say it um it winds up being i mean it winds up being a good balance for her because she will go on these 
experiences on these trips, for lack of a better way to put it. And I'm like, whoa, where's that? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I better slow down and <laughs> right. settle and figure this out. Uh, or stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes it's not there and sometimes it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting the way I'm built because I'll take her I'll take the input that she that she gives and go, okay, let let's you know that whole analysis synthesis thing. Mm-hmm. And once there's synthesis, I'm like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. We're good. If yeah. it just doesn't fit and there's just too much dissonance, uh no. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um so you're the guy that needs to when you when you get the information you put it down and then you see it word for word just kind of getting the ideas and then you see if it uh, that it matches with scripture it matches with the character of the father and it's like okay because yeah there are people like that sometimes they they just feel it's that it's that they they see in this in the spirit but there's those that you need to see okay let's organize this a bit let's see it word for word so they try to get an idea and like okay there's a match okay. It's mm-hmm. not a match. So that's good. And then, then there needs to be that. There needs to be that. Right. And there's the mystery of Jesus being the living word of God, you know, and and the word of God is God breathed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a mystery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's that uh, word and spirit again, mm-hmm. you know, the living word of God and the God-breathed Word of God. Mm-hmm. So they just they just go together. You have you can't have one without the other and um, expect balance, you know? Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so do you think we answered that question? Why do we need the Holy Spirit? <laughs> I think so, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for one thing, and just in probably what you've already said, we need the Holy Spirit because especially with ministry and when we want to go out and again, talking to myself, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit is just the proof that there is a God. And especially we want to go evangelize. We need to be willing to heal people. Asking if I, okay, lead me to heal people. It's uncomfortable, but, and there are times that it, it, will, it won't get like that because you love the knowing how people are healed or set free. And, and you get to be a part of that and um and so with and with that it's witness it's it's evident mm-hmm. that there is a god and he's still working he's still alive and the message if that if that what just happened then the gospel is absolutely real so we need it's the proof it's that it's that evidence there and you know it's it's interesting because this quarter that just started here at fuller i'm taking a class about mm. power encounters, <laughs> which has been offered in some form or other since Wimber started it back in the okay. 80s. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it it's all it's always fun um, looking at looking at the history, looking at how God has moved, even in the last 20, 30, 40 years. Right. Um, and still today, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean he he's the same yesterday today and forever so if that's the case then hello mm-hmm. <laughs> right i know i know um why would that change and you know it's funny because the there's 
a growing awareness within the greater body of Christ, particularly the more conservative mm-hmm. wings of the bird um, <laughs> that had, at least for the last hundred years or so, staunchly denied the current present presence and um, power mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's what Ruth was talking about with cessationism, which is not a biblical teaching, by the way. Um, yeah. It came out of the fundamentalists, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've probably, you may or may not have heard of uh, Ernest Schofield, the Schofield, the Schofield Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the scholars that was in that sort of initial group. B.B. Um, Warfield was another one. Hmm. Um, they were, we. I used to joke, well, still do, about those who would identify as cessationists still, that their trinity is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Bible. Mm-hmm. With a heavy, 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 heavy emphasis on the Holy Bible, which there's nothing wrong with. But ignoring the Holy Spirit. Right? Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, there needs to be a balance. And like, let's really think about that. They say they say the Holy Bible. Okay, well, well you already have that. You have the Son. And we know we and what is it written in, in John? Right. The word was God. The word became flesh. flesh. Mm-hmm. It's Yeshua, right? Jesus. So you already yeah. have that. So where are you getting the Holy Bible? If he's the word, then why why are you replacing the spirit? Why are you replacing that? wording it says jesus said baptize them in the name of the father son and the holy spirit so you can't deny that or, or better yeah you can you could try but it won't only last for a while mm-hmm. yeah i'd be so depressed if i was in church and there's no holy spirit um, I mean, that's the whole point well, well, you, were. <laughs> you were we won't talk about that <laughs> well we'll we'll touch on it there when we first met she submitted because I, I was involved with a very small fellowship um, that was, I call it vineyard in name only, and mm-hmm. only barely in name. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they, they gave lip service to the Holy Spirit still being active and right. the gifts still moving and all this sort of good stuff. Mm-hmm. But in practice, it really wasn't. Like there was a a small group of leaders within the church who we, we met the, the church itself met late Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So we'd meet for an hour, an hour and a half before Mm -hmm. to get to pray over the service and get prophetic words and all the, and all this stuff Mm -hmm. that, you know, we're supposed to be doing so that we're actually hearing from God, Mm -hmm. not just some, um, uh, sermon of dubious quality <laughs> based on somebody's interpretation that's purely intellectual. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was such that there were a handful of us who actually knew the Holy Spirit and the rest of the rest of the body really didn't. And we would give prophetic words, we'd share visions and dreams even Mm -hmm. with the pastor. And she, 
if she shared it at all, it was so watered down by the time she actually shared it with the with the rest of the congregation mm. that we barely recognized yeah. that it was what it was. Yeah. Like, it's like, wait, huh? No, yeah. that that's not what it was. Like yeah, there was a rough. there was a, a powerful vision that I had one week. Um, you remember that one? I do. Yeah. Um, it I saw a battlefield, spiritual mm. battlefield. The spiritual battlefield. I'm not sure if you ever shared this with me, Matt. I probably haven't. Oh, please. Uh, I look forward to hearing this. And there was a there was a sword that came through our ranks. Mm-hmm. As if the Lord was saying, there's division coming. But it's me. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Uh. And with my heart for unity, I'm like, I, no, no, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Yeah. And then within six, it was about six months later, she, the, the pastor yeah. went over the board's head and brought in this LGBT group. Oh no. Yeah. It, uh, it was called level ground, I think. Right. Level ground. Went, yeah. And they, they gave this whole spiel about why it should be okay for LGBT people to not only get married, but have adopted families like no 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 and surgeries uh-huh yeah like it was it was the whole nine yards with the identity with that whole agenda and and yeah within and then within four or five months after that like half the church again had left because she was unrepentant and we knew that that was wrong yeah and I think I was, was I pregnant with our first son? And I was, mm-hmm. I was done. Well, you were, <laughs> it was just at the beginning. Yeah. When she, it, it was actually right before you got pregnant that she mm-hmm. had that group in. Um, Cause she actually had like, the congregation was small enough. Like there were 20 people on an average Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and only like, eight to ten of them actually gave the tithe yeah <laughs> so and all of those were the were the more conservative ones including us um <laughs> basically the board members more or less yeah and because a lot of the a lot of the people in the congregation were students mm. whether at fuller or at caltech and yeah. So they're like, well, we don't have any money anyway, so why are we going to give? Mm-hmm. Other than maybe a little bit of time here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And it, like, so just... it still, it still makes me sad how things mm-hmm. went. Because yeah. I know that wasn't the heart of God. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago with the whole LGBT thing. Yeah. Like, we... We hit that pretty hard, didn't we, Caleb? <laughs> we did. We did. And, you know... Not something I'm used to, especially... At, probably it's more easy to do it on the screen than in, in, in person. I will, I'll definitely admit that. Yeah. Because um, it's not it's not an easy conversation to have, especially when, when you're trying to explain the... the and trying to really explain the... Even with the Holy Spirit, trying to show them, hey, the Holy Spirit can change you. Just seek Him. Seek mm-hmm. Him. And he'll, and he'll give you the answers. He will encounter you. I promise you that. Mm. Uh, and it's amazing when you were talking about um, division 
And because you knew that wasn't the heart, it kind of reminds me of like the divorce. And I know I'm kind of going off on things, but even with divorce, he made, the Lord made a way because he, he made it clear. The reason why he allowed divorce is because of your hearts. Divorce was never of me, but I allowed it because of your sinful nature. Mm -hmm. Now that you have my spirit, avoid it as much as possible. Yep. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with because with me, nothing is impossible. Now, addressing division, because we were kind of talking about how division is really not of the Father, but the Lord will do it because He has to. He He have to take the dead branches off the one off of the off of the, off of the uh, olive uh, tree that's thriving. He ha He has to cut it off, or else it's going to affect the everyone else. Mm -hmm. So, it, what we would call that division? Well, no, it's more like a trimming. Pruning. trimming yeah. and but yet also showing what herd doesn't belong with another the rams and the goats mm -hmm. so i mean and let's reiterate just for the sake of making sure that we're clear yeah we do not hate anybody no right we our heart is to have people be as whole as they can be yeah and part of that wholeness is being submitted to the Holy Spirit right. is allowing him to prune those dead things off to transform our identities. Mm. And I mean, his work in me is not done. His work in me is not done. His work in Ruth is not done. That's right. We're still going on the journey for crying out loud. As long as I'm alive, you mm -hmm. know, we're students of the word and we're growing and learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as we're alive. And, like yeah. we, we will not pretend to have it all together. Mm. We can't. Right. Um, it, it's just not real. And in case you're wondering, that's a big part of why Ecclesia matters so much. Mm -hmm. yeah because it gets rid or tries to get rid of that religious spirit that keeps yeah. people performing, mm -hmm. keeps people being fake. Like yeah. there was a, a song from Casting Crowns from 20 years ago, or mm -hmm. more, I think it was more actually, um, Stained Glass Masquerade, mm -hmm. that was all about the fakeness of the church. Uh -huh. I think I think of the song from "If We Are the Body, Why Aren't His Hands Healing?" And that too. I love I love that one too. And it's just like, why aren't we doing that? Why aren't his words teaching? So anyway, um, but it's yeah, this is this is all part of it, guys. And yeah, you know, we are all on the journey as you are. And for those who are, you know, we want to try to be as real as possible, but well, we're sticking with it. We're still we're staying on the narrow road, no, no matter how how hard or how trying, you know, and, and, and annoying or frustrating it is. We're also sticking to it because through all this, the Lord is building us up. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's, he's preparing the way, the preparing for the plans that he has for us. And he can, for you as well, for those who are still questioning the church and all that, well, uh, yeah, it's fine. But don't let that stop you from seeking the Father. Don't Don't blame man's mistakes in thinking that there is no God. No, that, that's not the case at all. Seek the Father, seek him for who he is, and he will guide you in when, in when you should go. Right. And this is why we need the Holy Spirit, because the, and Jesus said, this is why I had to go to my Father, so I can send the Helper. Because I'm only, as human, as a human, even though I'm the Son of God, he was bound in human form. 
He was bound in human form. So therefore, when he was, I mean, he died and resurrected, he had to go to his father so that they, that way the Holy Spirit can be everywhere. Everywhere, whoever encounters him. And that's a mystery we've been, that followers of Jesus have been trying to figure out yeah, for, for thousand years. So yes. don't feel bad if it doesn't make sense. Because it doesn't. In our natural minds, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like you have to take it on faith, and that's mm. that's a hard thing. Right. Uh, but when you do choose to take it on faith, to allow Jesus, to allow the Holy Spirit to have it make sense to you, mm. everything changes. Yeah. Everything changes. Mm -hmm. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's stunning, frankly, mm -hmm. just how um, powerful it is, mm -hmm. how utterly life changing it is. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to um, kind of pray and prophesy really quick over the the transgender community, the mm -hmm. trans community. Um, there's a healing revival that's starting now and there's a lot of people yeah. that I see who are going to be healed from certain things like certain medical things that we might have put in our bodies or did to our bodies um, and I just see the Lord removing these toxic chemicals and things out of people's bodies I see like this liquid um, metal just being cast out of people's bodies and i've been watching a lot of videos of people who had surgery on their bodies um yeah they call it the bottom surgery or whatever but um, the top. yeah and they've been um, mutilated by these uh, medical professionals who do not have their best interest at heart and i'm watching videos of them crying and they're saying no one you know i only had 45 minutes of counseling or an hour and a half and then next thing you know they're they're on hormones and they're getting surgery and so we need to talk about that and yeah. we need to get the word out that we we are serving a god who is first of all loving and i'm sorry as a chaplain or <laughs> As a believer in Jesus, first of all, I'm sorry that the evangelicals have not represented Jesus to you very well. We haven't re represented the kingdom of God very well, but um, I don't identify as evangelical. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I'm just a lover of Jesus, and um, I want you to know if you're a transgender or you've done something to your body medically that you really regret, I want you to know that God, first of all, God does love you and care about you and you're not so far gone that he couldn't accept you into his kingdom. Um, you're, you are his child and mm -hmm. he loves you and that's why you need the Holy Spirit. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. You need the living word of God in you. Um, so I just bless you in the name of the Lord and I mm. declare healing uh, because God 
wants to make it right for you and um, I see uh, women their voices are too low and so that just really breaks my heart and I've been seeing so many videos so father in the name of Jesus I just declare Holy Spirit that you just breathe on people on their bodies um, from head to toe um, that you touch their voices Lord and give them the voice that you gave them the women they want their voices to sound like women and the men they want their voices to sound like men and they want uh and i i feel like the father wants them to have a voice in his kingdom you know to literally have a voice where um the satan or the enemy of your soul tried to take it away so father restore their voice in your kingdom mm. and, um, yeah, I'm just so proud of you, those of you who have stood up and you said, you know, this is wrong. I was a kid. There's no way I should have been allowed to make that decision as a child. Mm -hmm. So, Father, we bless those who have stood up and they said, no, this is wrong and I'm going to stand up. And I bless their um, reproductive systems that you would supernaturally just heal them, mm -hmm. everything right, so they can have children. Mm -hmm be um you know the one whole. girl yeah be made whole in the name mm. of jesus um mm. one new man that's <laughs> in the bible that you would be made new and it's you know if the bible says all have sinned we all have sinned we've all made mistakes um but but god you know <laughs> but for the glory of god it you, it can be made right so father I, I call in divine appointments. I call in the doctors who can make things right. And I even call in those supernatural encounters where your bodies can be healed yes. by the power of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And um, if you feel that swirling around you, you feel warmth, that's the Holy Spirit. You feel the electricity, maybe you're weeping. Um, that's the Holy Spirit moving on your heart. And sometimes tears are cleansing. And so awesome. we just ask for those the cleansing tears to come and we ask holy spirit to encounter them and that they would um that there would be an altar right there an altar made unto you lord god and you can come back to this place you know you're what you may be watching the podcast now but you can come back to that place of encounter and continuously encounter the holy spirit every day any moment of the day or night um yeah and i see people weeping on their beds um maybe you took something that was like a long pokey metal thing that was poked in your arm and now you really regret it and you feel like it was the mark of the beast now it i am gonna say that it's not the mark of the beast um that's such a lie i know they wanted it to be um, but it's not, and I just declare by the power of God that it be taken out of your body yes, and, and all those toxins removed. Um, and we we call in justice. Um, yes. I just declare justice for those who have experienced this injustice, and it's an embarrassment. Families have been shredded, and so we call in restoration of family um for those who have been hit so hard by this in the last three or four years in jesus name thank you lord and we're, we're taking back the rainbow and we're putting indigo mm -hmm. back. amen the, the mystical color of indigo right um yeah and um you know 
the enemy goes after people that are just so gifted um, and he, he tries to shred you however he can he he wants to steal things from you he wants to kill you he wants to destroy everything around you and to just be aware of that warfare and know that the holy spirit he's he's there to help you in warfare um and sometimes you just need to sit back and let god fight for you right and just um let let god fight for you and just rest you know and so so yeah i just declared um encounters with the holy spirit for people in jesus name amen amen and i think that's a great place to wrap absolutely. it up absolutely Absolutely. Uh, we're going <laughs> to transition over to the credits. Mm -hmm. All right. So, all right, everybody. Um, Thank you guys for joining us for another uh, uh, podcast. Um, again, spread the word. Spread the word. Um, so, in case you're wondering, ooh don't have it on Caleb's, but um, Ruth's website is https colon slash slash achristianmystic.com. You can find her art, her book, um, get connected with um, various prophetic intercession. Um, and yeah. And oil. Re yeah. And reach out. Yeah. Promise you, you, want to, you want to repeat the website again? Allchristianmystic.com. Uh -huh. All right. And thank you, everybody, for listening to, for watching today, for um, yeah. <laughs> This has been the Outpouring Fellowship podcast. We kind of didn't hit the um, contact info early, but sorry about that. Please subscribe to this channel here on Rumble and on YouTube and whatever podcast platform you prefer. Um, we're there. Um, you know, what, let me let me pull that up real quick. That way, we uh, make sure that it's covered. Um, so yeah here on rumble on youtube um and whatever podcast app or platform you choose um just look up outpouring fellowship podcast and you'll find us yep um on youtube and on the podcast it's generally up by thursday morning correct yeah uh, yep usually yep um and then you can reach out to me or and or Caleb. Yeah. Or underscore fellowship at proton.me or Caleb specifically at Caleb Meal at Outlook.com or on Instagram at Caleb underscore meal or on Telegram. You can reach out to me at Matthew76. Um, or on, we're both on True Social. I'm at tech underscore freedom and Caleb is at Caleb meal, all one word. And of course the music is by indie folk background, KL productions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
there there we wrap it for the day thanks again for watching uh join us again next week i i think the plan is that we're going to have our good our good brother from down under on uh malcolm george so that's always a good time um and yeah be blessed and we'll see you then god bless guys shalom shalom god bless